Hey guys, so a couple of weeks ago, we were trying to record episode two of our Utena tabletop RPG campaign, and about an hour into the recording, Yasha and Vana's internet went kaput, and we were not able to reestablish connection until like hours later, and when we tried to record again, the same thing happened. And this problem has not gone away, and we have been trying to get to the bottom of it. But until we can reliably record with them again, we're going to have to put a couple of things on hold, like the Yurikuma Arashi episodes and the campaign episodes, obviously. So uh, the episode you're about to hear now was supposed to come out after the campaign was over, and it was supposed to come out with a part two along with it. But since we haven't been able to do either of those, here's just part one, because this is all I have to release right now. But I'm working on some cool episodes upcoming to uh, put out into the feed while we figure out what's going on on Yasha and Vana's side. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this episode because even listening back to it while I was editing, it made me laugh really hard. There's a lot of really uh, weird and interesting stuff in it. If you purchased a Nanamu keychain, either through the Patreon or through PayPal, which if that's something you're interested in doing, hit a girl up. It has shipped out by the time you're listening to this, even if you're listening to this early on Patreon. So you should be receiving those at some point. I'm sorry. I'm sure if you're keeping abreast of the situation in the US with the Postal Service, there have been delays in shippings and I don't really have any control over that. So um, they'll get there when they get there, but they should be arriving hopefully soon. And I hope you enjoy them because I love them and they love you and I love you. Uh, so I hope you love this episode. Vana, would you close the patio door? Thank Why? You. Because it'll be <laughs> engine noises and shit. We've already got Sam yelling. It's just flavor. It's not flavor, it's interference that Panda has to cut out. And welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda. I'm your host, and I'm here with my. Co- You're not my co-host. Well, today we are. Well, we are today. <laughs> today I'm here with my my very special co-hosts, Yasha <laughs> and Vana, the least likely persons to ever appear on this podcast. Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> and we are here. To talk about the drama. We're here to talk about bad Utana takes. (laughs) We're here to talk about insane things that people have said about Revolutionary Girl Utana over the years. Because we need need that picture of Togo with his little opera glasses that says, I love drama. Because... Yeah, that's this episode. <laughs> that's basically what this is. <laughs> that's the energy of this episode, and that's what we're we're here for today. That's right. 
most importantly, I want to say at the top here, we're not doing this because we want to like call out specific people. We're not going to be naming people who say the things that are said. We're we're not focusing on like shaming individuals. No. But we're we're addressing the ideas that they have posited about the anime that this podcast is about. Is this hate the sin, love the sinner? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say that we love these sinners, but like, no, we're not. Can fuck off, but <laughs> we're not trying to be assholes at individual humans. But I no. feel like there but are things. There are things that people have said over the years about revolutionary girl utna because it is a show that is heavily up to interpretation mm-hmm. that um it'll be interesting to address and uh-huh. debunk i assume yeah i have not really yeah. looked at these yasha in her infinite kindness and wisdom has uh compiled all of these into a into a document and I'm pretty much looking at so I'm I've seen some of these takes before, but I'm I'm looking at this big list for the first time. Yeah. And uh I guess there's no better place to start than at number one. So uh number one in our list of bad takes, we've got about thirty-one of these mm-hmm. that we will be going through. And number one of these is uh the Black Rose saga sucks. This is not the first time that I've seen that as an idea. I've heard people say that Black Rose is filler or... It's a pretty popular take, to be honest. Not really integral to the story. I just left it in to start start us off easy because this one is is just... If you go and read the take down there, you'll see. Pretty softball. This is just a soft soft intro. Yeah, it's a lukewarm kind of... So tell me about why Black Rose Saga sucks. Okay, so... Panda, take a look at the picture, and you'll see it's, like, near the top of the picture, and that's the one. The best part about Utena is that the second arc is disappointing, then rebounds into an amazing third arc that only gets better and better. Like I said, softball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wanted to start yeah. you off easy. That's one of those, like, you know, yeah. okay. It's okay to be wrong, but... I mean, it's... The Black Rose arc is super interesting, and like totally valuable for its own reasons. I kind of get why people say that it's bad or disappointing, mm-hmm. like, but I still think that that's mm. this won't mean anything to you guys, but it will mean something to probably a lot of our audience. People who say that the Black Rose saga sucks or is filler are the same type of people who say that the townie episodes of steven universe suck and or are filler probably <laughs> yeah like it, it's it's, a, it's, it's energy a really just because it focuses on side characters and mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily focus on like the main conflict that you think is what is happening in utna doesn't mean that it's not important exactly so hit up that number two panda this one is a bad is not necessarily a bad take, but I just wanted to point it out. Okay, it it says uh regarding abusive fans, LOL irony. So I'm going to click on this now and uh 
Okay, so the first person in this screen cap, I'm going to say, I'm not going to reveal their name. So I'm going to say person one mm. has said, you've put a finger on phenomena like that one girl who showed up to scream at me by criticizing that by criticizing Utena, I hate abuse survivors. Tumblr teaches you that you can't just like media or even resonate with it. You have to be political to have your liking of it taken seriously. And then person okay. two. Don't worry do- about person two. Person two okay. is fine. Okay. Person one. Okay, first of all, this is not a bad take per se, because, I mean, abusive fans suck. Like, that's just normal. That's fine to react to. And people shouldn't be screaming at each other about it. However, this person actually became very famous for extremely abusive online behavior, like stalking, harassing. Yeah. So that coming from this person... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to come out and say it. This is Benjamin S. If anybody uh, knows that name, you can Google Benjamin S. and come up with the story of somebody who has stalked, harassed, and really hurt other people in their sci-fi writing community. So this person saying that is a bad take. It's, That's it's, the it's only one like this, though. Take. That's the only okay, one like to, that. Yeah, I guess to be fair, this person does have their own Wikipedia page. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, thought, I had not heard of this individual before this, but um, I guess That's- this doesn't necessarily violate our policy of not calling out like small bad take people. No, no. This is like I they said, this a- is the only one <laughs> like a- this. There's a, a section of his Wikipedia page her. called on oh her, my yep. bad, called online activity. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Yep. Yeah. So this is somebody who is really famous for doing exactly what she's saying is wrong. And um yeah. Yikes. Now should try watching you tonight again. I mean, like the very <laughs> concept of a person who says they are a person who is screaming at someone saying by criticizing Utsuna you hate abuse survivors is a straw man. And I don't even remotely believe that that is actually what a person said, or at least is not like the actual. Yeah, I feel like that's probably taken out of context. (laughs) Yeah, we we have a case of a likely unreliable narrator for this Mm -hmm. anecdote that Benjamin S. has uh, tweeted about. Mm -hmm. I've been telling people do not interact with this person because they are dangerous. Um, And I'm just going to keep on saying that. Do not interact with this person. They are dangerous. They'll stalk you. Yeah, kind of. All right, so number three is not a picture. This is something I've mentioned to you before, Panda, where I read a review of the show and they went on and on about how the show was about nothing and it was just a complete shaggy dog story. You know what a shaggy dog story is? You know, we've talked about this before yeah. and I remember that I thought I knew what that meant, And but why don't you explain to me what a shaggy dog story is? A shaggy dog story is a long and winding tale that tries to imply that it has some meaning, but ends up being nothing at all. Oh, I can see why someone would think that Utena is this. This is like yeah. the aristocrats joke. Kind of, yeah. Except in drama form. Yeah. Like a shaggy yeah. dog story is like, it's long, it looks like it's going somewhere, 
and then it just never goes anywhere and you're disappointed at the end. Like I can see so how somebody, files. yeah, <laughs> I can see how somebody would get that if they didn't pay attention to any of the emotional content. Arguing that Utina goes nowhere in the end is pretty ironic since going somewhere is literally the ending. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally how the story ends is someone goes somewhere. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean... So, so, Panda, the next two pictures. Oh, Amazon reviews. This, <laughs> this, this just is says the... Amazon reviews. So I'm yeah. going to click on Amazon review one. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> For a second, though. This one is what they had to um, recommend the show in the Amazon description. It wasn't a random reviewer. This was the oh description God. that they had posted for Utena. So please oh, keep joy. that in mind. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. I would like to tr to trigger warning, content warning this review by saying it has at least, from what I can tell, by the first four words, literally, mm -hmm. yeah, a a word that is not. A word yeah. for trans people that is not necessarily considered a proper word, but I don't. Well, I guess it's not really for trans people exactly. It's just just not a word we use anymore. And it is an again, outdated term that I would not say is necessarily a slur unless it is being used in like the context of one insulting context. If someone hears this episode and hears me say this word and would like me to bleep it out, please feel free. Free to reach out like if i need to censor this word i'm more than willing to do it but i'm i'm just gonna <laughs> and remember this is the product description this is I'm, not a random review i'm, I'm just gonna uh i'm just yeah. gonna go for it and yep. this 1997 transvestite high school romance adventure suggests a stilted mixture of rosa versailles Escaflone and Project Aco. As the characters all have long hair, emaciated bodies, and syrupy voices, it's not surprising to see Utena dressed as a boy and a boy aspiring to become Rose Bride. While Akio plots to destroy Utena, Anthe faces her older brother's jealous fiance. Mickey nurtures a, nurtures a crush on Anthe to his twin sister's chagrin, and Nanami turns into a cow, exclamation point in parentheses. <laughs> As he did in Sailor Moon, director Kunihiko Ikahara makes extensive use of repeated footage. In almost every episode, a character undergoes a psychological appointment and Utena climbs a CG staircase to the dueling ground. The sheer breathless hokiness of Utena makes it ideal viewing for adolescent girls who can elevate a crush and quarrel to the level of a world crisis. Rated 13 and older, violence suggestions of homosexuality and incest and you know what by the end getting to the end of this i'm gonna call this guy out charles solomon wrote this <laughs> okay so i feel like there's like a few things to unpack here uh, just a few just the least not the least of which rated 13 and older for violence suggestions of homosexuality and incest so those are the th the three things this person thought or what's wrong with Utina? Completely ignoring, not the rape. Yeah, completely ignoring the rape. Well, so I mean that. that would 
I don't feel like this so is the type fun. of person that would no. recognize that rape is happening. Yeah. There is that. That's fair. Um, that's not fair. This person should recognize that rape is happening. It's fair to say that they shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's consistent with this person's. Yeah. Uh, also, Uchina climbs a CG staircase to the dueling ground. The staircase is not CG. I was going to take issue with that too. Yeah. In, in fact, in the, uh, in like the written materials for the show, apparently Ikuhara insisted that every frame of the staircase be a keyframe because he's a fucking insane maniac. Oh, so wow. there's a lot of complaining about how that had to be animated. It's the castle that's CG and looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clearly didn't watch the show very well. I don't think it looks like shit. Uh, I just think it's, you know, it didn't age as well. Oh, no, no, no. I- Ikuhara yeah. is a shit. Yeah, it's not the staircase. Yeah. The Ikuhara oh, is also the shit the, <laughs> the Anthea faces her older brother's jealous fiance being something that you think is a big enough plot point to actually put in your Yeah, I was going to sort of like, I mean, you're not like, yeah, that 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 is that is a thing in the story, but that's. I think yeah. this person only watched Black Rose arc. Well, Honestly, this is, no, kind this of reads is, that way. Wait, no, this is the product description for one of the um So it might be the Black for one Rose of the disc. DVDs in the Black Rose arc. Right, okay, so, I guess so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Technically this does make sense as a description of Black Rose arc. I think it's even just the first 3 episodes. I think it's just uh, one DVD. Okay, well that's from the CPM. That that explains the uh the uh emphasis on a minor plot point being put there, but <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. I'm still a little confused as to why uh, they felt that was the best way to describe this high school. I've got, there's another, the the next one is by him also. Oh, joy! So let's, uh, let's grab that one and then we'll, we'll get to that part. Okay. Amazon review two. Number two. Not review. Product description. Oh. I just want to keep emphasizing that this is what Amazon has on their site to That's describe. The okay, okay, but I will say I was reading the title you gave these images. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yes, Amazon product description. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that just makes it so much worse. It does. It does make it so much worse that this is what Amazon put as the the description for the item what is this a review f- or a, a description for i can't remember if this is this is just um i think this is the description of the this last, is the, Accio the finale definitely. this is the okay. description they had for the finale okay okay Okay. Yeah, yeah. The tale of the girl who tried to become the prince of her dreams comes to a Baroque finale after the schemes of the student council and the plot involving the Black Rose have fizzled. As Utena's nascent romance with Anthe's brother Akio devolves into a stylized battle, the revelations, betrayal, and romances are kept deliberately vague, allowing the viewer to decide the nature of the relationships between Utena and Anthe, Anthe and Akio, and Akio and Utena. Mm, I don't... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, can, anyway, yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, keep going. The drawn animation becomes increasingly static as the CG effects grow more elaborate. <laughs> Director Kanehiko Ikahara fills the screen flying swords, crumbling masonry, carousels, sports cars, tears, and Charles Rennie Macintosh style roses. 
Fans of this epicene melodrama will enjoy the overwrought but inconclusive climax. More skeptical viewers will find it long on pretense and short on substance. Not rated. Suitable for ages 14 and older. Violence, brief nudity, suggestions of homosexuality and incest. Charles Solomon. Charles Solomon. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I- We're bringing you to task, Chuck. i included this partly for that last line there and partly because it's just like how did you get it so wrong and how did amazon choose this to be the product description and how did like how did this even happen why is the cg effects that aren't in the show a thing you feel like you need to keep bringing up Mm -hmm. because none of that was done by cg i don't remember cg in any of the things no no. just the castle yeah, literally the like castle. Literally that's it. That's all the castle. CG. Yeah, and and again, this is the product description <laughs> on Amazon. You, know what's you guys great can about go this? and look up I, the old CPM this, DVDs this, and see this. This product description still makes me want to buy the product, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chuck, you hated it, so this, you failed. Though this sounds you this failed. sounds like a huge endorsement from where <laughs> I'm standing. I don't understand why they would choose a product description by someone who clearly didn't like the series. I like that doesn't seem like something that you should do. Like if you're trying to sell a product, even if it's like not the most glowing review, like there's clearly contempt here for the yes. series mm-hmm. that you can read in these words. And it just seems like a very odd decision. Mm-hmm. Why don't we let's right now in real time let's Google Charles Solomon and see. <laughs> oh no! Fuck this man is. <laughs> who are you, Charles Solomon? <laughs> we're 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 out for blood now. Already, Jesus! I thought we were starting mm. soft. Mm. I'm not out for blood. I just want to know. He is a lecturer in animation at the UCLA School of Theater, Film, and Television. Wow. And he looks like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god! He looks like he would be a jerk. I'm sorry, I know it's not nice to make fun of the way people look, but he has the look of like a a smarmy college professor which is apparently what he is yep. yes because nothing says informed takes about revolutionary girl utina like older man mm-hmm. right, right. Yep. i mean i shouldn't be like that but i am totally like that like i i'm just gonna put it out there whenever i see a really hot utina take yeah there's the assumption. The there, there's dude. there's an assumption. And that assumption usually comes out to be right. That it's some fucking adult man that does not understand. Did not grasp any of what was you going on. You can tell on. a lot about a person by the things they say about Utena. Yep. I would think as a college professor, you would like Utena a lot. But, you know. So you just, you need a really high IQ. Yeah. To <laughs> it's unfortunate yeah. that this guy uh, can't keep up, but. So yeah, like wait, why don't we why don't we talk about this a little bit more aside from just it being garbage? Like I don't feel like it's very subtle about the relationships between Utana nope. and Anthony, Anthony and Akio. To to play not this guy's advocate at least. 
<laughs> not this guy's advocate. Um, to play shithead's advocate. I will say, I think in the series, Utena and Anthe are pretty vague. If you're going just by I the mean- text of the series, you can read that a couple different ways. Once you start looking at like extra materials or the movie or what Ikuhara would have liked, that gets a little uh, harder to support. You can read it more ambiguous. I will definitely agree to that. But at the same time, I don't really feel like it's that inconclusive. No, and like it's like that one I'm 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 giving him that one because I do feel like that one you can read different ways. Anthony and Akio are not vague. No. No, not at all. Not in the There's least. nothing vague about that. And Akio and Uche are not vague. There's nothing vague about that. Yep. Like No, I actually just recently earlier, not this week because we have started a new week, but last week I watched episode 33 over again and like it is not vague. No. I was watching other episodes among it. I don't want people to think I was just watching episode 33 even though no one probably did, but I uh as I wanted to refresh on some of the series yeah. and I had I have a pretty good grasp of student council arc and Black Rose arc from watching the musicals over so many times right. that I have a better grasp on them. But I wanted to rewatch the Akio and Apocalypse section of the show. And so I, I redid a watch from the Naname recap episode through the last episode of the series. And it's not subtle. You know what? Okay, Y'all, okay, here's, here's no, no, what no. I'm going to say. One I, sec. I want to say. One sec. Before you go, I just want to say, I'm finding it intensely hilarious that y'all are talking about episode 33 and Vana's sitting here eating cherries. I am. <laughs> well, I wish I was eating cherries. <laughs> Look, Still. I, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out here because I didn't hear him have this take, but he is aligned with people who I've heard this take from. It's intensely creepy and weird to me that I often get uh, Akio didn't rape Utna or what was going on isn't what you thought it was from adult men for whom the entire episode is framed from their point of view. It is. It is. It's literally drawn that way. So when adult men don't grasp that immediately, that's very creepy. It's a little weird. But like I said, we'll get we'll into get that, to that later because there are more takes on so that. Charles so let's not Solomon, get Solomon, professor of UCLA. Get fucked, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong and your takes suck. All right. So let's let's not get too hung up on Chuck here. He's uh, obviously. Yeah, we've only just begun. Yeah. We're only on four out of 31. Yeah. Yep. The next one is super simple, one. super easy. Well, we don't actually have the receipts for it. We just have the evidence that we it just happened. Have, yeah. Revolutionary Girl Utna is communist propaganda. <laughs> I, I would have been like, where is that coming from? But I just watched Hades Town and that was definitely communist propaganda. And like, uh, yeah. At okay. minimum, Hades Town is anti-capitalist propaganda. <laughs> but in the best way. Everyone watch Hades Town. I just got Vana into Hades Town. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love this for me. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you. All right. Um, but Revolutionary Girl Utena is, is not, communist propaganda. I mean, is, I mean, you can read it that way. You, I guess. you can read it that way. And it's fun to read it that way. I don't think that Ikuhara was like rubbing his hands together in glee, excited to make this really deep capitalism versus communism commentary. I think that was maybe like a thread mm-hmm. 
in the rope, maybe. Well, I mean, it's about the destruction of systems. And, yeah, and capitalism tends to be a really easy reference. But I think systems, it could but... equally apply to communism. Actually, it is about I, the destruction of systems. I, I think they actually, I think Utena actually goes out of its way to not make that the first thing you read into. Yeah. Like, like, there's definitely, like, capitalist reading. Like, you can read into, like, oh, he's got the car and he's got the projector and there's a lot of, like, that kind of shit going on. But the the framing actually kind of avoids capitalism, I think, mm-hmm. as much as you could reasonably expect it to. All right. The next take is related to this. Panda, why don't you take a look at that one? All right. This oh, one's yeah. a joke. This is oh, a joke. This one's a joke, but I had to include it. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, how do I? Okay. I guess I'll just describe this as best as I can. So it is a screen cap of this, what from part of the scene with Akio and uh, Mommy Dearest, Kane's mom. And Akio is, is he, is he sitting on the couch yeah, or is he sitting, sitting on the on edge of the couch because he's a bi icon? Mm. <laughs> I, hate you for that. <laughs> Akio is sitting on the side of the couch and he is clearly because he is Akio being suggestive at Mommy Dearest and it says working class icon in this scene. Okay, see the reason that this image um, exists is it's a, it's a response to a tweet I made about how Akio says fuck the rich. Yep. But I had to include oh, it. It's yeah, and funny. he did. That's the context. Akio says, fuck the rich. I, yep. And, yep. But like I said, I had to include it. It was too yeah. cute. So this isn't a real hot take. This is just a joke. Yep. 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 Akio, That's Akio fine. said, fuck the rich and take their money. All right. The next take is movie bad, except nudity. So <laughs> Movie bad, except nudity. We're yeah. off to a... Good start. This is another Amazon review. Yeah, this is an actual review. This is actual it's review, not though, a product not description. The, yeah. This isn't a Charles Solomon joint. I read the first sentence and I'm already <laughs> really excited about this <laughs> review. I was really looking forward to this movie. I came on board by reading the manga of Revolutionary Girl. It looked interesting, exciting, but when I got this, I felt like I was looking at a lesbian Pink Floyd movie. That's Floyd, Floyd with an E. <laughs> at the very best, I didn't understand it, though I am smart enough to be dissatisfied by the molesting scene, the lesbian scenes, and the incest hints. <laughs> I might be a fairly conservative person, yeah, no shit, but I have enjoyed <laughs> abstractions and scandalous actions in Neon Genesis, Cow- nope, nope. Koi Bao, Koi Bao, Bop, Series Experiment Lane, oh and several other titles that are for adult viewers. I really didn't like this movie. Maybe it was too condensed, as some viewers say that it's the TV series smushed down to 80-some minutes. That's true. But the scandalous sections don't make up for that. I just didn't like the movie. It just didn't work very well. I too, I too watched the movie for the scandalous parts. Okay, so it's kind of interesting to note that this was in two thousand two that this person wrote this review. So this is this is old. It's old. Yeah, well, okay, you can tell yeah. from the uh, comparisons they made. Like, yeah, 
but neon genesis but koi bow time. bebop and serious <laughs> yeah, ex- honestly experiment lane this one got included for lesbian pink floyd yeah. and koi bow bebop <laughs> i i lesbian pink floyd it is amazing <laughs> because that that is actually pretty good description <laughs> i know <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I find the idea of somebody reading the manga and then watching (laughs) just extremely funny. It is actually, now that I think about it, it is almost exactly what happened with the friend that I watched Utano with for the first time who had read some of the manga and then had seen the movie but had not watched the series Mm -hmm. until we watched it. And uh, I remember, I remember them being like, wait, but like, what about Utsuna and her aunt? And I was like, who? what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's. Yeah. Who? They didn't have the best memory of the movie, even like when we rewatched it later, because like, I feel like if you don't really have much context for the movie, it probably doesn't. There, there are probably a lot of I things that don't. I came into the movie fit. blind, and it was a great experience for me. Honestly, okay, I'm going to say it's probably better to go into the movie blind, yeah, than to come in for it, into it from the manga. That's yeah. not what I mean. But what I do mean is that if you watch the movie for the first time, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily going to stick. Yeah, in yeah. your brain. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you watch the movie without knowing anything about the series, and then someone asks you questions, which I've done with people, Mm -hmm. because I like to inflict the movie on people. You're valid. You're not going to necessarily have the best recollection of what the movie is about, because it is a weird-ass movie. Yeah. And it and it relies so much on you knowing the context of the series for so many scenes. Well, like like yeah. Yuki and Kose have zero context for their presence aside from you knowing yeah. what baggage came from the series. The thing is, when I came exactly. into the movie, I did come in completely blind. And even though, yeah, some things definitely went over my head, um, it was obvious that the the traces of these things were there for exploration mm-hmm. if you were digging for it. That's fair. Yeah. However, this person seems to think <laughs> that the scandalous parts of the movie were the best part of the movie, and they still didn't make up for the rest of the movie, which was lesbian Pink Floyd. So, yeah, it's good. All right, next. All right, next. Too horny. Oh, dear. Too horny! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Where is this review from? My anime list? Oh no, yes. This is my anime list. That's where that's from. Uh, I saw the the logo at the top. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. As for the characters, absolutely everyone is horny on main all the time. And we almost never see them do anything but talk about who they like or finding someone. It makes characters incredibly shallow and unbelievable when you give them nothing to do except pine over others. Like, you can have a character like that, but it can't be every single character. There are perhaps two characters, but when the cast is an ensemble of almost a dozen it's a real problem when no one is personable in the slightest there was not a single character i really cared about and i actually sort of wished i'm sorry what (laughs) 
I can't even bring myself to read. And I actually sort of wished Nanami would die at some point. One of the biggest wastes of time I ever endeavored in. It's not without merit, but this anime is way, way overrated. I'll give him that. The anime is overrated. I, I, Fuck off. I agree that everybody is horny on Maine, but that is literally a selling point the, <laughs> for the show for me. So. Utsuna is not overrated. It is, if anything, underrated. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. It's, it's overrated, but underknown. Yeah. I'm going to put it that way. Okay, yeah. Like. Okay. I mean, like, I don't, I still don't think it's overrated, but like. I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll give it that people that are fans of Utena will hype Utena to, like, an obscene degree, like me. And you could definitely argue we're kind of overshooting, we're, we're overhyping it at times, things like that. I just don't care, and that's just who, who I am and how it's going to be. <laughs> but I can see why someone would feel that we're kind of, like, too big fans but it's not overrated in the sense that it gets more attention than it deserves. Yeah. Because that's yeah. like the people that like it, but we're actually a very small population mm-hmm. and it's yeah. probably not as well known as it should be. Okay. Like, but everybody is horny and they have no other character. I mean, I guess <laughs> I, if, the only, if the only character you paid attention to was Akio, yes, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> also that I wish Nanami would die. Yeah. Ye- and that's the one character that isn't constantly horny on main. Yep. So, so exactly. you, you got exactly what you wanted in Nanami and you wanted her to die. Like kind of awful, sickening savage that just, just didn't watch the show at all. Like people mistake <sighs> Nanami's feelings for her brother as horny. But like literally in the text of the show, yeah. once she is confronted with the concept of her feelings for her brother being horny, she is horrified. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like extremely fuck no. When, when she is confronted with the potential logical conclusion of her feelings for her brother being horny, she is absolutely horrified. Yep. yep. Much to Toga's... So. Uh, relief i'm sure because yeah i don't, I don't I, think he was super into that either. no but he would have done it he would have but he yeah, i don't think he was like if nanami it. had been like oh fuck yes finally he would have banged his sister in the back of the car while akio drove yep anyway number 10 anyway is it's all about sex yes much of the symbolism tries to make you think deep thoughts, parentheses, it's, it's sex. sex. Trying to be clever, parentheses, it's, it's sex. sex. At the expense of continuity and character consistency, parentheses, hint, it, it means, means sex. sex. The more obscure the striked out <laughs> sex symbolism, the worse the result until it unless it hits the spot. This is about sex. The sh- silhouette sister work with their metaphors because they establish themselves as being a quirky Greek chorus of metaphors consistent throughout the series. Others, like the villains, enter as one thing and exit as something unrelated for the sake of being artsy. <laughs> <laughs> And it doesn't help that their metaphors are nonsensical, included to be artificially profound. If the writer weren't possessed by allegory, he could have let the Silhouette Sisters carry the metaphors alone. 
They are superior in every way, from presentation to delivery. Revolutionary Girl Utena has great depth half the time and total nonsense for the other half. Thankfully, the good outweighs the bad and is worth your time. I love the world design. Parentheses. Wish we explored more of it. And, and, and then, then it, it continues it, on, blah, but blah, this blah. was the good part. It continues on, but you've you've cut this yeah, off. This so was this was the good this, part. This person found the one set of characters that aren't incestuous siblings and started calling them sisters. <laughs> yeah. Like this yeah. the shadow play girls aren't related. They're However, not- the shadow play well, girls are clearly superior in every way to everything else in the show i mean that is I true. Mean, that that's is, true that is, that's that true. is fair <laughs> but like um, for me the bad take part of this was just the it's sex it's sex it's sex when it's not it's that's not sex is the method and power is the also the the their metaphors are nonsensical included to be artificially profound uh isn't mm-hmm. every metaphor in a piece of fiction by nature artificially profound because because it's it's being put because in there. It's fiction it's fiction yep what's what's not artificially profound well i mean in art in the sense of artificially profound i think they mean that it's trying to show more depth than it actually has i think they're wrong about that yeah, but that's that's, feel, that's arguable still the it's sex it's sex it's sex thing was just like mm, wait and even if it were is that a problem <laughs> no seriously if, if Kara, like showed up on Twitter right now and said everything in Revolutionary Girl Luton is about sex, would that suddenly be a bad show? I mean, for some people, yes. Well, then that's fine. They can move on. For the rest of us, we can just be like, yeah, we know. Please go away. <laughs> All right. The next one is super short. But you're going to get a laugh out of it. <sighs> it says, it's for perverts. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, no, no, because the, so the title of this uh, thread is Just Finished Revolutionary Girl Utena. Why do people praise it? Ah, yes. I, want I don't get where this comes from. Is. Seems like it's just a show for perverts, incest, homosexuality, etc. And this is from Game Facts. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, this one I'm doing a call out because the name of this person is Manamana. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Which I feel like Manamana. if you're making a joke about Menomina in your name, you're one of those perverts. We know where that's from. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, it did originate in softcore porn. Yeah. No, I know. But I mean, like, that's not the pop culture touchstone for that. And you guys know that. True. I thought it was. It's, no, no. I thought that was no, the joke. No, that's Sesame Street. Yeah, but I thought that's the joke, is that it's softcore porn that ended up in Sesame Street. Well, yeah, for the people who know the joke, but most people just know the the stupid little play. Oh, yeah. all right, well. Yeah, no. Okay, then I guess So you know me. the secret joke. All right. I mean, that is part of the joke, but, like, the the cultural consciousness of this song is also, like, can just be attributed to Sesame Street okay, and not necessarily knowing the the okay. joke associated with that. I didn't realize that. I thought the joke was that that's the joke. I didn't know people no, knew that's, it outside that's of the, it. That's the joke both. inside the joke. Yeah, okay. Well, it's either way, it's for horny people. Jokes. Which isn't actually a bad take. That's a pretty good take. I yeah, I, it's I, for perverts. It is for perverts. 
Okay, so that's, we're gonna deem this one a good take. That's a good, a good take, actually. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, the next one is huge, Panda. You're gonna have to excerpt. Oh God! You're gonna have okay. to excerpt. I. This is okay. Yeah, this is Yo. so. This is so big. It's big. Okay, but what I'm thinking is how to do this is just like read it and then pull out the lines that you like, like just. When you find a line that that you want to talk about, just read that line. Okay, I'm I'm gonna read through this. A Christian's anime review. A a Christian's anime review of Revolutionary Girl Utena. <laughs> a building is burned down supposedly with many people inside. Is <laughs> really funny. Yes. <laughs> supposedly, as if it's not supposedly literally the in the, the text of the chapter. Yep. I guess that's to say you don't hear like the screaming. One person is stabbed through the abdomen bloodlessly. Though it is not very clearly seen, it is obvious that another person is stabbed repeatedly with a multitude of swords. Yes, it's not clear what was <laughs> not, going not on. Not clearly there. seen. <laughs> not clearly seen. Several uh, cases of the word bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All of them signed G, I think. Probably, as I recall. Well, no, maybe. Oh, Nana, I think Nana Nana Nanami drops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some mysterious, some mysterious <laughs> power is referred to as Dios. One person waxes philosophical about God and the things He has given to us. Who One is person that? states that God created men and women as separate genders for a oh, reason. Wow. This was in context with him trying to talk some sense into his sister, whom he mistakenly assumed was a lesbian. Mistaken is an interesting word here for me personally. Uh, one character is, is described as a witch. Nothing much is said about what that even means. Though. She's a devil worshiper. Just say it. <sighs> Occasional mild fan service in the form of track outfits. <laughs> oh god i just realized okay the one person waxes philosophical about god and the things he's given to us and i'm like what is she talking about it's mikage oh yeah okay it's oh i think this is a dude oh whatever yeah multiple characters could be insinuated to have lesbian feelings <laughs> Oh no, not like some of these cases that may not be true, but it can be uncomfortable nonetheless. Yep. <laughs> Multiple characters are promiscuous. One character seems to have relations <laughs> with nearly every woman he meets. It is frequently implied his sister is one of them. <laughs> You see, why I to, you see why I had to include this whole long fucking thing. Yeah, there's like a lot. The, here. I like the erotic imagery of male characters is sometimes present for seemingly no reason whatsoever, other than the other characters in question seem to re uh, revel in their own attractiveness. And then uh, jumping to Akio, and and he has relations with every woman he meets. Kind of like, oh, you you really didn't want to take the erotic male imagery for. For gay, you yeah. Notice how they don't mention the gay. At You're all. trying, despite it literally being that. shown on the screen. Okay, if if you think that Akio and Anthe's shots are implied relations, I guess then yes, you you don't think that Toga and Akio fucked. I guess yeah. If that's how <laughs> that's true. If that's how deep your your cognitive dissonance on this runs, then 
picture. Mm. One less desirable way that RGU can be compared to Neon Genesis Evangelion is its ambiguous and slightly unsatisfying ending. This is a debatable point, however. Some may find the ending to be perfectly satisfying. <laughs> okay, I I fuck haters. The end of Evangelion was perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you didn't like the way the series ended, you suck and you didn't get what the show was going for and you could eat it took me a It took me a while to really like work through my feelings about the Evangelion ending, but I do agree. I think that the, the series ending is a good ending. Most of the side cast was not likable. Instead, they were bona fide dirtbags. I mean... Not wrong, but not wrong. That doesn't mean they weren't amazing queens. I just I, I like the spelling of bona fide because it's like it's like B O N I F I E D as oh, if yeah. they if as if bone <laughs> was a verb and they were somehow bona fide. Oh my god, they, bones. <laughs> they like the soundtrack at least. The art style is very in tune with the typical shojo tie. Is it? It it is very it's deliberately shojo. Yeah, aping shojo yeah. style All right, for a reason. It's almost like that's part of the point. This show was a very interesting reverse shoujo. What is that? Uh, It's when the girl's on top. (laughs) (laughs) This one is difficult to watch if you're in a hurry. I I mean, yes, that's true. Yes, that is revolutionary girl. Utina sucks. It's hard to watch in a hurry. Guys. Maybe you shouldn't be watching it in a hurry. Maybe if you're going to watch an anime, you should, like, enjoy it, asshole. Those who will be offended by illusions and imagery related to incest and possible homoeroticism. Possible homoeroticism! (laughs) Okay, this seems to be a pattern. So it seems to be a pattern that people who are discussing Utena that aren't actually involved in the fandom, like people that are reviewing Utena but didn't, like, attach themselves to it, this take keeps popping up where it's like, oh, the implied homoeroticism. I'm like, what is implied here? Yeah. What show did you watch? There is no implying anything. They're literally like two dudes rolling See, around on a this, bed. And this is why Ikuhara says subtlety is for cowards. Because even when you say it out like, loud, people dude. don't get it. You know how we ended up with butthole anime? Ikuhara <laughs> made Utena, and everyone was like, I don't know. This looks kind of kind of gay. It seems kind of subtle. I, I'm I'm not sure I really And then he's like, fine! Butthole anime. <laughs> like, like he just keeps getting less and less subtle over the years because people keep missing the point this hard, I guess. Yep. Like pretty much. Yuri Kuma was an act of defiance from Ikuhara. <laughs> pretty much. It's like, well, you guys didn't get it when I had two dudes rolling around on a bed and then one sitting on the other's crotch in shadow. So I guess now we're going to have them, like, homoerotically licking honey off of Lily. Like, like, I kind of can't blame him at this point for the lack of subtlety. If this is the response, not subtlety anyway seems to get. Like, okay, the funniest thing about this review is that it's from a Christian point of view, to be honest. Like... Yeah, I, it's it's not a bad review. It's just very Christian. 
So do we have anything else to say about 12? Erotic imagery of male characters is sometimes present for seemingly no reason whatsoever other than for the characters in question to revel in their own attractiveness. Okay, but you know what? If it turned out that Akio and Toga hadn't been fucking any of this That would be hilarious. They just liked to Vogue because they're so (laughs) sexy. I would accept that as a reading and actually stand that reading. Like, maybe, maybe oh, we're we not should... even fucking. We're just we're just so hot. We can't not do this. Maybe we should start promoting that reading. That's a good reading. I actually like that reading. They just cause... love to vogue. <laughs> because I, I absolutely believe that from both of those characters, where it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't actually want to fuck. I just want to be sexy. <laughs> like, okay, I stand. You do you. All right. So, um, number thirteen. Yep. thirteen. This seems to be. This is partial because um, part of a review for I assume like a box set. Yeah. What happened is this person got a box set in like a mystery grab bag or something like that. Okay. Wow. Nice. And they. So the thing is, before this, what they say is they took one look at the art and then okay. wrote this. So. Oh boy. Unfortunately, just because I didn't take any of them out of the shrink wrap, I'm still mystified as to how these were bargain 10 items, doesn't mean that I haven't seen a bulk of the show. Enough to know that the greatness in question marks. Enough to know that the greatness said to be within it doesn't doesn't exist. exist. And that the group think is the reason that it holds such an unsubstantiated reputation in the anime fandom. I meant quotation marks when I said question marks. And that was why I got tripped up because I was like, wait a minute, you said a wrong word. (laughs) (laughs) But then they they start to say, and this gets cut off, but I'm going to I'm going to read what they said anyway. Recycled animation ought to be a crime. I guess it is a trademark. Quote, unquote. But yeah, so this person got this in a grab bag, looked at the art, and then decided that this was the right opinion about the show. But okay, so they they didn't even take it out of the shrink wrap on the DVD. But they say that they've seen a bulk of the show. No, this okay. They actually specify before that they did not watch the show. That's even weirder. They literally say, this doesn't mean that I haven't seen a bulk of the show. I know. That's what I'm interpreting that to mean. as And what everybody else in this discussion interpret it to mean is this guy never watched the anime, took one look at the art, and decided that that meant they had seen the entire show and it was bad. That's wild. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> An attempt was made. No, zero attempt zero was made. Zero attempt was made. No attempt was made. <laughs> so yeah. Oh hey, okay, it's that so, same guy again. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's Manamana again. Yes, our good buddy Manamana is back. But it's the one that Manamana is quoting that I'm focused on here. Manamana actually goes on to have a really decent opinion about Utena here. So okay, well they're they're quoting a. A post from someone else previously in this Game Facts thread. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utena is the prototypical late 20th, early 21st century too deep for you anime. It's like Ava, but cringy and not good. Utena is a mega slut, which is kind of cool. 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 Oh no, we cool. We did cool. She one person. Yep. She literally in yep. canon. Fucks one person. Yep. 
and I wouldn't call her a slut for that either. Nope. No. There's no interpretation also, of the show. Also, hot take, where... if she fucked the entire cast, She's so still... what? It doesn't matter. Slut I mean, is yes, but it's word. just like, it is wild to me that she literally has sex with a single person in the show. And, and you're like, this person says that she is a mega slut. Yep. Yeah, what? What is the parameter? Well, how are you deciding she's a mega slut? Is it because she? What? I don't know. Because Literally, she has man like girls. She wears. I'm guessing a it's funny because outfit. she's attracted to several different people throughout the course of the show. I Two guess two and a half. Yeah, half toga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, she's only attracted to toga because she can't remember that her prince was like. Brown, a brown dude, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So the kind of things that's actually, you know, what when you think about it, that's childhood innocence. You met a prince when you're young, and that they were dark skinned was not a defining characteristic to you as oh, a yeah, child. That's, that's true. That's actually Aww, kind of sweet. That's a nice way to think of it. The whole yeah. like children don't think that way yet. Yeah. Whereas if you were talking about like a 15 year old, that would be the defining characteristic they would remember. Yep. But children are, they don't, children don't pick up on things like, yeah. All right. That, that makes it a little easier for me to deal with that. She thinks Toga might be her prince because it's a yike. Anyway, next. (laughs) Next. We get the big one. Oh, I enjoy. Joy. So this is going to, this is going to round out. I guess this is part one of the bad day. We're ending on a high, I guess. We sure are. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. It is a Tumblr post that has collected screenshots of people saying similar statements about Utna. So I'll just read them all one after another. I have yet to see any hard canon evidence of lesbianism or bisexuality, but I still believe that Utna isn't in love with Anthe. She said she likes boys. Utna Tunjo is not a lesbian. She's straight. She's rather obviously straight in the series. And then this person uh, put the the picture of Utna and Anthe kissing from the end credit sequence mm-hmm. saying just gals being pals. Yep. Just gals being pals. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, it's like they're obviously straight. We have entertained various opinions about Utana on the show, and there's certainly reason there's justification for saying Utana is a lesbian dealing with compulsory heterosexuality or that she is bisexual. Some of us here adhere to one of those and some of us here Mm -hmm. adhere to the other. But I feel like saying Utna is straight is a gross misrepresentation of her character arc over the course of the series. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree with that. Like, like whether Utna is bi or whether she's a lesbian is like literally something I think the text of the series obfuscates on purpose. That's yeah. why I'm like, I think either reading works. I think that it's built to accept either reading. Even an asexual reading. Yeah, but yeah that works straight, too. No. Straight? No. Like, no. Mm-hmm. No. no. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if, if you think that it's there, it's because of your own preconceived notions about women and queerness it's yeah. not because of the text of the show no. and i'm willing to stand firm on that yeah yeah 
And I mean, I will, I will say like, certainly it's, it's a very reliable pattern that bisexual people seem to read Utena is bi and lesbians tend to read sure. Utena is a lesbian. Because, because you bring a lot of yourself into yeah, the show. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's built for you to project onto. Like We all see the show Utena as a mirror of ourselves because Utena is reflecting back at us things that we don't want to consider about ourselves in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is also the perfect vehicle to see yourself in, in a yeah. lot of ways, but like the point is, is that she's not straight. And if you think that she's straight, you're wrong. Like case closed. <laughs> like, yep. Period. Case closed. And the if- official stance of Imagine Me and Utena, <laughs> a podcast is that if you think Utena is straight, you're wrong. That's, if you, that's if it. Strongly about it. I'm kind of like, what, what did you watch the sh- show for yeah like if if you read utina is straight this gals being pals special friendship between women yeah and i I mean like i'm saying that as someone that watched the show uh as a currently straight person looking for be shonen Mm -hmm. that is that is why i watched the show initially and even i was like back in shit gay (laughs) like yeah like yeah even as someone that was not approaching, because I know that a lot of fans come into the series now being told that it's a Yuri show, which uh, that's a different take. That's a whole that's also wrong. ball of wax. That's well, also no, wrong. Well, I mean, wrong. it's not wrong, but it's not the right way to sell the show. Yeah. That sets yeah. you up for a certain set of expectations. The show which it not does not meet. But, if you would like to hear more about that, yeah. you can check out our episode where we talked with Erica Friedman from YuriCon and yep. uh, her blog, Okazu, uh, about Utena and Yuri and how that all sort of fits in yeah. with the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. but even as someone going into it, being straight, expecting straight and looking for straight, I was like, this shit's gay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard to... I really struggle to see how you if you go into watching revolutionary girl Utna a straight person and exit a straight person that's interesting to me is all (laughs) yeah I mean okay mm -hmm. look I know straight people exist and I have (laughs) that but yeah yeah yeah. I want to say that I appreciate straight people who enjoy Utena. We appreciate you understanding our culture. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, there's- it has come recently to my attention that there are straight people that like Utena. And you know what? You don't have to respond to my tweet about joking about being gay and watching Utena. You don't have to tell me that you're not gay. It's fine. It's okay. We get that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So, anyway. um. We're going to cut it off here on this high this note. <laughs> cliffhanger high note for oh part one of Bad Utina Takes. Uh, if you would like to follow us, the show, on Twitter, you can do that at UtinaCast. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Impandanata. If you would like to check out my regular co-host, Alice, you can find her on Twitter at Lyrewolf. I will not spell that for you, even though she normally does. Uh, guys, where can people find you on the internet, should they wish to? <laughs> you can find us at ohtori.nu. And if you want to see our shit posts, you can find us on Twitter at O-H-T-O-R-I underscore N-U. And that's it for this episode. So Utena is not straight. <laughs> Utena is not straight. You can check out our 
Tumblr where I reblog Uzna fan art. You can check out our Patreon where we have an upcoming very fun uh, piece of merch that I can't wait for everyone to get to see because I'm like Mm -hmm. about to explode out of my seams about it because I'm so excited. And that's that's it. Revolutionize the world, everybody. Woo!